Section 18 of The Great Events by Famous Historians, Volume 4. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. The Great Events by Famous Historians, Volume 4. Edited by Charles F. Horn, Rossiter Johnson, and John Rudd. Augustine's Missionary Work in England a.d. 597 by john richard green years had passed since gregory pitied the english slaves in the market-place of rome as bishop of the imperial city he at last found himself in a position to carry out his dream of winning britain to the faith and an opening was given him by ethelbert's marriage with bertha a daughter of the frankish king cherubur of paris bertha like her frankish kindred was a christian a christian bishop accompanied her from gaul and a ruined christian church the church of st martin beside the royal city of canterbury was given them for their worship the king himself remained true to the gods of his fathers but his marriage no doubt encouraged gregory to send a roman abbot augustine at the head of a band of monks to preach the gospel to the english people the missionaries landed in 597 in the isle of thanet at the spot where hengist had landed more than a century before and ethelbert received them sitting in the open air on the chalk down above minster where the eye nowadays catches miles away over the marshes and the dim tower of canterbury the king listened patiently to the long sermon of augustine as the interpreters the abbot had brought with him from gaul rendered it in the english tongue your words are fair ethelbert replied at last with english good sense but they are new and of doubtful meaning for himself he said he refused to forsake the gods of his fathers but with the usual religious tolerance of his race he promised shelter and protection to the strangers the band of monks entered canterbury bearing before them a silver cross with a picture of christ and singing in concert the strains of the litany of their church turn from this city o lord they sang thine angered wrath and turn it from thy holy house for we have sinned and then in strange contrast came the jubilant cry of the older hebrew worship the cry which gregory had wrested in prophetic earnestness from the name of the yorkshire king in the roman market-place alleluia it was thus that the spot which witnessed the landing of hengist became yet better known as the landing-place of augustine but the second landing at ebbsfleet was in no small measure a reversal and undoing of the first strangers from rome was the title with which the missionaries first fronted the english king the march of the monks as they chanted their solemn litany was in one sense a return of the roman legions who withdrew at the trumpet call of alaric it was to the tongue and the thought not of gregory only but of the men whom his jutish fathers had slaughtered or driven out that ethelbert listened in the preaching of augustine canterbury the earliest royal city of german england became a centre of latin influence the roman tongue became again one of the tongues of britain the language of its worship its correspondence its literature but more than the tongue of rome returned with augustine practically his landing renewed that union with the western world which the landing of hengist had destroyed the new england was admitted into the older commonwealth of nations the civilization art letters which had fled before the sword of the english conquerors returned with the christian faith the great fabric of the roman law indeed never took root in england 
but it is impossible not to recognize the result of the influence of the roman missionaries in the fact that codes of the customary english law began to be put in writing soon after their arrival a year passed before ethelbert yielded to the preaching of augustine but from the moment of his conversion the new faith advanced rapidly and the kentish men crowded to baptism in the train of their king the new religion was carried beyond the bounds of kent by the supremacy which ethelbert wielded over the neighboring kingdoms siebert king of the east saxons received a bishop sent from kent and suffered him to build up again a christian church in what was now his subject city of london while the east angling king redwald resolved to serve christ and the older gods together End of section 18.